Hello, welcome to the Rimmel and Hart Show. I'm not Rimmel. He's not Rimmel. So, we're back. Yeah, I guess we're back after a two-month break. A long time. Well, um, people liked us the first time. Yeah, so what are we doing now? We're back. I think we should do, you know, keep up with the talking about irrelevant stuff that some people care about, but most people like the. Yeah, I guess so. So where should we start? Uh, you got anything, you like any news stories or all? Yeah, so I found this news story about a man from Hertfordshire who mistook the moon for a UFO. <laughs> he thought the moon was a UFO? He thought the moon was a UFO. You know, most people who do so, do they make a cheesy joke like he thought Pluto was his dog? Something corny like that. No, they didn't. So, he thought the moon was a UFO? He thought the moon was a UFO. Did he not notice it before? I don't think he did. That seems a bit strange. I you could um... say he was a lunatic. <laughs> I've got a transcript to the police phone call. Okay, what does it say? It says, it's not an emergency per se, but there's something flying over our house. Um, it's coming towards me now. There's all this light blazing. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's, it's not an emergency. Per se. You see, a UFO. Yeah. How can you say it's not an emergency? It's not really an emergency. It could it's be alien a, life. It's more of a supernatural mystery. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's one way of putting it. I guess. I got a new single on iTunes today. What was it called? Man or a Muppet. That is, um, I think we should have a quick word about the Muppets movie because I went to see it with um, our friend Mobs. And you've seen it as well, haven't you? Yeah, but one thing first. What is it? I'm going to play an under 30 second clip that's allowed by copyright law of the song in question. Right nice. about now. Muppets movie. All oh, right. Well, I have to say first, I loved it. I loved it too. I mean, I, I was, I've been raised up. I've watched most of the Muppet films. I've seen pretty. I think I've seen them all. I, I saw the Wizard of Oz one. That one was a bit shit. The, I saw the one where they go space. I really liked that one. Yeah, Muppets in space. Muppets Take Manhattan was quite good too. And the Treasure Island one. The first Muppet movie. That's a cool movie. Muppets Christmas Carol. I mean, who does not love Michael Caine? Did you ever watch Muppets, um, like, Kermit Swamp Years or something? I love that film. I've seen that loads of times. I watched the I think where he has a friend that gets run over and he can't jump. Yeah. Oh, I used to love that. Oh. Am I a man? 
Or am I a Muppet? Am I a Muppet? If I'm a man, that makes me a very manly Muppet. Rick? Yeah? You just said if you were a man, that makes you a very manly Muppet. Oh, oh no, I said the song wrong. Oh, damn. We were so, going so well. So what's your favourite Muppet, then? My favourite Muppet. Out of all of the Muppets. Yeah. I quite like Rolf. <laughs> oh, the dog? Yeah. Uh, do you think we should um, tell our viewers some of the bits that made us laugh in this film? Yes, I think we should. Okay. There's this scene where um, there's a mon- there's a montage scene and they there's loads of them that end up in one car. And then Rolf goes all of a sudden... Do you want to do the voice for Rolf? I can't do the voice for Rolf. I'll do the voice for anyone else. Do you want me to try and do a bad impression of Rolf? Yeah. Okay. Eh, hey, wasn't I in the montage? <laughs> I said Asian, but I do it. Hey, man, why wasn't I in the montage? Well, I thought you... my story was interesting. Well, your story really wasn't that interesting. Hey, Rolf, we're getting the Muppets back together. Do you want to come? Okay. And we'll see you after these messages. Or if it's not plural, this message. Rick, we're playing two adverts. That's the joke. Need a princess captured? You want it done right? Don't call Ganondorf. Call Bowser. We have a multiple range of different bodyguards that can be killed just by being jumped on. We also have many services and protection layers that can be easily accessed by even the most overweight Italian plumbers. We're so committed by our bosses and bodyguards that even my own seven children are used. Child labour for the win. This is Cooper Incorporated. (laughs) Yesterday, I was driving along in me lorry, and I thought, I need something to read. In me lorry. So I bought lorries monthly. I was also going down in me lorry. I thought I want a cheeky article to think on and reflect on the philosophy of life. So I pulled into my local good retailer and I bought lorries monthly. Available in all good bookstores and the shit ones. Lorries monthly. So, Rimmel. It's our second episode from our pilot. It's the first one. So I thought, you know what? What what more perfect time to talk about sequels? Sequels! Or as most companies use them for, is money-grabbing machines. Have you seen Transformers 2? Rick, we're talking about that next time. Yeah. Okay. I thought, to make it interesting, I'd talk about a good sequel and a bad sequel. A very bad sequel. Choose your poison. Which one do you want first? We'll go for the good sequel first. Okay. So, have you ever heard of a film called Evil Dead? Yeah. Yeah. So, as you know, and for listeners who haven't heard it, it's an amazing film where this man and his girlfriend go into a cabin, 
find a book, you know, resurrects the dead, all that kind of stuff. A, a cheesy horror film. Mm-hmm. The sequel is half sequel, half remake to the first one. And it has, as mentioned before, Bruce Campbell, or as we like to call him, The Chin. <laughs> I mean, the man's a legend to begin with. But in part of the film, his hand gets possessed by the devil. The hand goes to kill him with a knife, but he cuts it off with a chainsaw. Where did he get the chainsaw from? From his ex-wife, who was decapitated in a body and tried to kill him with it. Fucking hell. And then he equips it on his hand, and he gets a shotgun and saws it off. So he's got a sawed-off shotgun and a chainsaw for an arm or hand. God. It is one of my actual favourite films. It's amazing. It's so bloody and so gory that it's genius. Yes, that's pretty amazing sequel. It's incredible. It's, it's better than the first one. And if any of you little iPod listeners happen to look at your artwork screens right now, there's going to be a nice little picture from the film of people covered in blood. Just because they can. Because we have editing power. Editing power. Editing power? Editing power. Nice. Oh, moving on. <laughs> Bad film. What's your bad film, Rick? I'd like to introduce you to a film, first of all, called The Matrix. You know, I think a couple of people heard about it when it first came out. I think it's a pretty well-known film. We've got that one covered. I I do love The Matrix. It is one of my favourite action films. Agreed. So with that mindset, I thought, you know what, it's a well-made film. I'm sure the sequel will be just as good. No, not at all. Awful. Why is it awful, Richard? Well, it kind of... It overconfused the story of the first one, which is a bad move to begin with, and it doesn't give us any, like, cool action ideas like the first one. Like, we put this chip in your head, it's your part of a grid, and you can learn powers. They don't use that. Yeah. No, it's really boring, and there's not much going on. They meet other humans, like, because they were all on one ship at one point. Then they meet loads of them. But the person in it, I think it's the second or the third one. Um, this person, character called the Oracle, in the first one, you know. Um, yeah. I can see the future and stuff. But the actual um, Oracle, the actress in between films died. And so they had to replace her to do the sequels. So what they were thinking was, you know, what we'll just bring her back with different one. The story they had for her changing her form was that she smoked too much and it gave her lung cancer. But why would you then keep smoking if it killed you to begin with? Have they got a cheesy line to cover this? They do have a cheesy line to cover this. It makes her no sense. It's ridiculous, you could say. What's your line, Rick? The line? Yeah, the line. I'm sure the writers felt lazy. 
that's for life. What line do you mean? The line from the film. Oh, what the line from the film was. Yeah, so Rick, I heard you got Skyward Sword for Christmas. I did. Unfortunately, um, because of the death of my laptop, we can no longer do the running Skyward Sword joke. That's out uh, the window. Oh, but I like the Skyward Sword bit. We can't do it anymore, Richard. Oh. We've replaced the sh- like running Skyward Sword joke with a better quality podcast overall, so people can't really moan. I bet you will have one comment that says, oh, no, I miss it. We'll come up with a new running joke. Okay. All right, so Skyward Sword. How long have you played it for? Nine hours. <laughs> I've played it for 26. Oh. Without wanting to give anything away, I've got most of the items. I feel inadequate. Well, can you try and say where you got to without you know, spoiling it? I got to the second world. It's very red. Oh, my, the problem I had with the game to start off with is it was very slow for a Zelda game. Yeah. I mean, I did not care at the beginning that what happened. About how it's a graduation day, birds. Find your bird. Ride your bird. Now here's the story. It was an extra three hours that I could not be bothered with. It took you three hours. It got on my nerves, that flying bit. Which is one of my major complaints with this. Well, major, minor. Only took me 50 minutes. Yeah, it got on my nerves. I could not fly that bird. Uh, no, actually, my playtime isn't nine hours anymore. Right, what is it? It's 11 hours. And I'm no further into the game. And for the listeners... I just went and caught a load of birds and bugs. Guess who has the manual and is stuck? I'm not stuck. I thought it was clever how you could capture things and then use them to make potions and items and stuff. Yeah. You can't use it to make make items, but you can upgrade the stuff you have, which is a good idea, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Richard. Yeah? How are we going to rate the review this time? I'm giving it an 11 out of 10. I'm going to give it an 8. An 8? Really? I'm going to give it an 8. It's my favourite Zelda game. I preferred Ocarina of Time. Both versions. And the Master's Quest. Next week on the Rimmel and Heart Show. We have more irrelevant rubbish for you to listen to. We might talk about Pokemon. We might not. We might talk about Beyblades. Mm, Beyblades. We still might not. We might talk about Dragon Ball. We will. Oh, okay. All next time on the Rimmel and Hot Show. Mwahahaha.